Today we're discussing Israel troops entering Gaza, the U.S. response to attacks on its troops in the Middle East, the United Auto Workers ending another strike, and other top news for Monday, October 30th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour over today. Here's the quote of the day. God is the kind creator who brought forth nature out of nothing. Johannes Kepler. Let's get started with some espresso shots. Israel Defense Forces, or IDF, are trickling into Gaza. In what Israel's Prime Minister Netanyahu called the second stage of the war, Israel sent a limited number of troops into northern Gaza on Saturday to gather intelligence before a much-anticipated full-scale ground invasion. This followed intensified IDF aerial and field bombardments on Friday that targeted underground Hamas bunkers and reportedly killed key commanders. Gaza lost internet and phone service for about 24 hours after Friday's strikes, hindering aid efforts in the area. Elon Musk offered Starlink connectivity to humanitarian groups, but Israel questioned Musk's ability to connect Palestinians without aiding Hamas communications. To the north, Hezbollah continues to initiate missile fire exchanges with Israel along the Israel-Lebanon border. Saturday saw intensified clashes, and the U.S. State Department has advised all citizens to leave Lebanon. Pray for the peaceful end to all conflicts worldwide, even as we wait for God's kingdom to come in full, for the day when God's reign of peace will settle every dispute and all nations will walk in his paths. Zechariah 9 verse 10 says, I will take away the chariots from Ephraim and the war horses from Jerusalem, and the battle bow will be broken. He will proclaim peace to the nations. His rule will extend from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. Uncle Sam's on high alert. Bases holding U.S. soldiers in Iraq and Syria have been attacked at least 16 times in the last week, prompting another 900 U.S. troops to be deployed to the region and U.S. fighter jets to destroy two facilities in Syria believed to be linked to the attacks. Meanwhile, President Biden reiterated the United States' ironclad defense commitment to the Philippines following multiple collisions between Chinese and Filipino ships in contested waters. China says the U.S. has no right to get involved. Then there's the Ukraine and Israel wars. Freshly minted Speaker of the House Mike Johnson has asked the White House to split up its $100 billion bulk military aid request, wanting to separate out a standalone bill for Israel from a package for Ukraine, Taiwan, and the U.S.-Mexico border. Be quick to point to God and give him the credit for your hope, strength, and love during scary and uncertain times. Even in the midst of chaos, our future with him is secure. Psalm 121 verses 1 and 2 says, I will lift my eyes toward the mountains. Where will my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. The United Auto Workers Union is two-thirds unstruck. After finding common ground with Ford last week, UAW used that deal as a template to reach a tentative agreement with Stellantis, which includes Chrysler, Dodge, and Jeep, on Saturday. Ford's deal will raise worker pay by 25% over four and a half years, 
reinstate cost of living increases and add roughly $850 in cost per vehicle produced. Meanwhile, UAW has expanded its strike with GM, where retirement and pension benefits remain a sticking point. GM has more retirees than either Ford or Stellantis. It appears that while UAW is winning, EVs are losing. Ford announced it's postponing $12 billion in investments into EVs after less than electrifying sales. Days earlier, GM announced it was postponing building a $4 billion electric truck plant in Michigan, and Tesla said it was waiting for economic clarity before building a gigafactory in Mexico. The Bible calls employees to work diligently for a living and also commands employers to show justice to laborers. Pray that both might be true in these industries. Proverbs 3, verse 27 says, When it is in your power, don't withhold good from the one to whom it is due. Today's episode is sponsored by Tuvu. Social media platforms are amazing. The problem is, they're amazing at things that aren't necessarily good for us. Tuvu is trying to do it right. Tuvu is wholesome social media for the whole family. First, Tuvu does not collect or sell or rent members' personal data. Second, posts are shown chronologically, not curated to reinforce biases and fear. And third, there are zero ads, which make up 42% of content on other platforms. Tuvu costs $2.99 per month, but TPO subscribers get one year free. Claim your free one-year subscription at tuvu.com slash tpo. That's t-u-v-u dot com slash tpo, or find the link in our show notes. In other brews, here's a rapid round of updates. The suspect of Maine's mass shooting that killed 18 and wounded 13 was found dead from an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound inside a shipping container at a recycling facility. Maine's governor, Janet Mills, said it's time to heal after authorities made the announcement Friday, ending a two-day manhunt that put Lewiston, Maine, and surrounding areas on lockdown. Former Vice President Mike Pence and radio host Larry Elder have bowed out of the race for the Republican presidential nomination. As they exit stage right, Congressman Dean Phillips enters stage left to launch his own presidential campaign. Phillips has long called for a Democrat challenge to President Biden and a new generation of leaders. Sam Bankman-Fried, founder of defunct crypto exchange FTX, took the stand in his own defense last Thursday. SBF maintained he didn't defraud anyone, instead pointing fingers at former co-workers. In a blow to the former wunderkind, the judge ruled SBF was not allowed to make the I was just listening to lawyers argument before the jury. Matthew Perry, best known for his role as Chandler Bing in the hit sitcom Friends, was found dead at his home in L.A. on Saturday after an apparent accidental drowning in his hot tub. He was 54. Tributes poured in from actors, comics, and fans, including Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, who was childhood friends with Perry. Taylor Swift's fourth re-record, 1989 Taylor's version, dropped Friday, selling more than 250,000 copies on day one. 
If it debuts at number one on the Billboard 200, it would be her record-extending 13th number one album. With all that new money, suit and tie, it was also announced this week that she can now claim the title of billionaire, Taylor's version. And that's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on the Apple Podcasts app, give us a five-star rating and drop a review. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow and hit the notification bell to never miss a new episode. We appreciate your support and hope you have a great day. We'll see you on Wednesday. Thank you.